Hello and welcome to Coffee Milk. I'm Mark Laporte. And I'm Mitch Tapalo. Uh What'd you do this week? Well, I went to orientation this week for Brian. Um, it was it was all right. I got my student ID and they had a like presentation all about like counseling services, what you need to do to Enroll. look at your classes, how to log on to like the the system that you use to get all your grades, things like that. And then we got our laptops as well. Nice. He broke us up into small groups, and we played this icebreaker game called Walmart. They make two lines, and they have someone stand at the front of the two lines and yell out a letter, and you have to name a product that you can walk into Walmart and buy <laughs> before oh. the person next to you. I like that. Yeah, that was it was it was pretty fun. Um, but the orientation was like three and a half hours long. Nice. You were sitting in the same chair. They gave us like a fifteen minute break though, and we went up to the store. And I got, like, some nice hoodies. They had some pretty cool designs. It was pretty good. Did you make any did, friends at orientation? Um, I did talk to a couple people, but I didn't really, like, make any friends or, like, get anyone's, like, number or Snapchat or anything like that. So that kind of stinks. But I, I will be meeting people in class because what's cool about Bryant is it's not a 500-person lecture. Right. 200-person, right. not 500 people. That's crazy. Uh, some of these colleges, you see that crazy yeah, uh, like amphitheater some, type it, setting. Yeah. I, I don't know how I would do in that. I think I'd be okay, but it'd definitely be harder. Yeah. But at Bryant, when I heard that they had like 30, 35 people max in a class, that that was pretty cool to hear. So like, it'll be like one-on-one. You'll be working in small groups a lot, and you can talk to the professor. So I'll definitely be able to do some networking and meet some people. I'm not too excited to be Why? Because I, I don't know. I'm just... I'd be psyched. I, I mean, I'm a bit nervous, but I'm not, like, super excited or, like, I feel like it's just going to be CCRI, but harder and different type of people, maybe, or same people, because, I mean, it's still in Rhode Island. Different Yeah, type. different type. You're going you're gonna to meet different type. Um, I am. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be cool if you get a listener who goes to Bryant. It's highly improbable out of the it is highly improbable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that'd be awesome. Holy shit, you're Mitch DiPaolo. <laughs> no way. No, no, no. That is not happening now. That has happened at um, Home Depot for when my boss and I go because we have the we the company I work for, Pro Shaper, so we have the T-shirts and my boss always wears it, but my boss is pretty damn recognizable. So when he goes to Home Depot, this one guy was like, hey, Pro Shaper. I was like, oh, that's oh awesome. <laughs> uh, I thought it was cool. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, he recommends got... the videos to like people around you, or do you actually know him? Oh, no. You have no clue? No, yeah, it's just That's from so... YouTube. Yeah. Um, But no, what I want to say was, shit, I remember my first orientation, not at CCRI, because I don't think I went to that one, the one at Jetson Wales, and shit, it was like, you said it was three and a half hours long, and I hate how they put you through that, but I didn't mind like the icebreaker thing, but I do remember there was this kid... Shit, I'm gonna. I believe his name was Alex, and we kind of just hit it off. He was just, we had the same energy, and he was just a goof. And his mom was there, and his mom was trying to like set us up on a play date almost. She's like, See, you made your first friend. You were all oh like, Oh my gosh. And it was funny because yeah. that guy ended up um, joining the fraternity that I had joined. So we ended up oh, becoming, cool. it was, it was really wild. Like two years later, I said, Holy shit, Alex. He's like, yeah, I never, sorry. I never called. I was like, damn mom. And I don't know. It was just, it was one of those things. Yeah. But college I did so much better in than high school. I just, 
it was more things that I wanted to learn about. CCRI, of course, you weren't happy because it was all the gen ed stuff. It was the Englishes and the maths, which is fantastic and usually has some benefits to being a transfer student to another university because you don't have to do so much bullshit at the end. Like I transferred to Johnson & Wales, so I didn't have to do community service and all this other stuff, or I wasn't forced to. I still did it, but I didn't have to. So hopefully you get some benefits like that, but I'm excited to check out for you to check out the podcast studio. And, yeah, uh, I, I already did. It looks really cool, that's but I can't wait to use it, see how it works. But yeah, it should be pretty fun. I'm kind of having like, I'm second guessing myself. I'm going into digital marketing and minoring in communications, but I'm thinking about minoring in science. Why? Why that reaction? I Because I... I thought you were going for entrepreneurship. No. Well, the digital marketing, if I like the digital marketing techniques, skills that I will learn at Brian can be applied to anything. Once. So that's basically like, I'm not going to go and take an entrepreneurship class. Like, what what is that going to entail? I mean, maybe it'd be good for me. Like, maybe they'd make you actually go and do real life projects and or try to build a small business business online or something like that. But I feel like entrepreneurship is something you should learn on your own. Yes and no. It's because the major is going to give you classes all focused around the same thing. It's not just, hey, I'm taking marketing and I just know marketing. Because, great, if you don't know accounting, well, then you really you need somebody else to help you with that. And if you don't know another portion of whatever you want to get into, then you're kind of missing out on that too. Whereas marketing, it's focused on one thing. Entrepreneurship's kind of like, okay, you have a business, make a marketing plan, do the accounting, cook the, like all this other yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay. But uh, no, sense. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I just, I remember you were all excited a couple yeah. months ago. You're like, I'm going to go for entrepreneurship. And I mean, we always had that joke where why don't you just take the hundred grand and buy a business because you'll learn more about entrepreneurship then. Exactly. But I don't know. Communications, I don't know. I say drop communications because I don't even know what the hell that is anymore. Don't even. Uh, but science, you want to do some sort of science? I think you'd like that. Yeah. I, I don't know what uh, kind of science or maybe yeah, engineering. I don't either. Like, that's what I don't like about school because like I have like very specific goals in mind for what I would want to apply the knowledge to. I mean, I guess that's not how life works. You should go and get a job wherever you can. That's no. enough to support you. No, that's not what in the beginning. Is in about. the beginning, yeah. If I were to major in science, I would want to use that to, like, work at a fuel cell company or maybe do chemistry or something like that. Um, Are you good with that stuff? Because I was horrible I, i'm all right really because i had to, i had to just drop it i was like this isn't in high me. school or college high school okay college i was a little bit better but i didn't take anything as rigorous as the high school course i just found like yeah. chemistry to be way too much i was in I like honors chemistry oh shit covalent bonds all that i i don't get it i have I, no idea sure i did that amino acids i'm like oh okay sure i felt like such an idiot in that class i hated it but I feel like I would be all right with that stuff because I'm decent with math, so. Why not engineering? No. No? That's, like, so much math. It's oh, ridiculous. You're not that good at math. No, I don't enjoy it that much. Oh, really? I don't want to calculate 84 trusses on a bridge for my homework. No, thank you. Well, I figured, I didn't know if engineering could also, I would assume that'd be 
applied to fuel cells and shit too. Yes, it can for sure. That's wild. Like learning CAD, all yes. design softwares and things like that. But yeah, that's where I stand right now at school. And you start Tuesday. Yes. Oh, text me your first day. Show me the picture. <laughs> Third year of college. On the bus. <laughs> oh my goodness! I don't want to go. Yeah, I think you're gonna have fun. I mean, what's your what's your schedule look like? Are you doing more than one class a day? Five classes a day. Two to three a day. Okay. See, that's why I do night classes. I would do four a week. I'd you know it'd be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Because I believe it was one class a week, four hours. Crap. No, it was so long ago. I yeah. can't even remember. But I, was, I had to fill out and take all of these um, quizzes and, like, assessments on myself, basically, oh, for Brian. It was the most annoying thing ever, honestly. Like, the world has changed so much. Like, I swear, you used to just sign up, like, sign a waiver that you're not going to do anything wrong and that you agree to the terms and conditions, but no. Like, they made me do this whole, like, hour-long course on alcohol, on sexual harassment, and hate uncycled. It was everything tied back to, like, oh, my gosh, like, they glazed over everything like you you don't want to be rude to anybody you don't want to um question anyone the wrong way if you do you should have already knew that and you should have not said anything like it's like telling you how to interact with people on like such a basic level and i just felt like it, it was pushing me into this like extremely tight box of how i should talk to other people and it, I don't know, it just felt so weird. It was constantly asking me, like, oh, like, do you do alcohol? Do you drink? Are you in recovery? Um, How many times a week? It And, like, the questions just kept repeating themselves and repeating themselves. And it's like, they're going to use all of this, like, the, all this data is just being collected on me. It's no, like, I just clicked. how you respond to, like, certain um interactions between two people? It'll say, like, Alyssa's doing this and John is doing that. Should you go up to John and tell him to get away from Alyssa? Um, should John stop talking to Alyssa? What would you do in this situation? And it was like an hour's worth of that. And it was like, they're like assessing me on everything right now. And it's like, it's just it just felt so unnatural and weird. It's like, I would never be rude to someone intentionally that I'm just meeting, you know? This is why we're failing as a country. Because instead of focusing on what you could learn from college, no, no, you're spending all this money for indoctrination and, oh, this is how you're supposed to act and this is what you're supposed to do. Fantastic. No, I came here to learn math, science, whatever. Teach me my degree. That's all I want. Exactly. But no, they got to they gotta like, push some sort I, of thing. I will watch a 10-minute video on alcohol use on campus and rules about it or anything like that. What's Sexual, the point of me taking it? Um, like, what is it called again? Harassment? Sexual harassment course. All that stuff. I'm fine with, like, watching, but when you, when it's, like, a 10-minute video, and then it stops every minute, and then makes you go through a, like, couple-minute questionnaire, and it was, like... It's all nonsense. Agree, strongly disagree, neutral, 
all those like questions, like list of them. I'll tell you, if you were trying to destroy, if you were purposely trying to destroy another country, this is what you would do. You'd be like, you'd take education and you'd bring it down to the dumbest freaking level possible. Don't even teach what you're supposed to be teaching. Teach some other crazy, mindless narrative, not math, science, English, history, anything Stop. like that. That's a microaggression. Exactly. That's a micro, you can't talk like that. Well, I'm That's sorry, when, when you have an enemy or, you know, the enemy comes to the United States, they're not going to care about your microaggressions, your pronouns. It's it's over. So either man up and, and figure shit out for you, but... Don't don't yeah. start pushing this crazy nonsense. That's, uh, that's like the number done. one issue right there. The fact that we're all being put into this box. Mm -hmm. Number two, these surveys are collecting data. Oh yeah, on on all of us. Right. This is all being stored. Yeah, and being used. So that's that's the weird part because it's all that's on a web app. Part. Um, and now I'm reading these articles about how many of the top mental health apps are sharing personal data and selling it to other companies. Well, yeah. There were a group of like 23 researchers who came out and said that all the top apps like BetterHelp, many of the ones you've seen online, store all of your data from your sessions and share it. So you read this from a news article? You know I where, read this from Reddit. You know where you could have read it? In the terms and conditions. Yes. Nobody reads can. them. That's for sure. But that was the whole point. Yeah. What do you think? Somebody's going to create an app out of the goodness of their heart and not try and monetize it some way? And the best way to monetize an app is through the data, especially yeah. on health. You're going to make millions. Crazy, it's just huh? just insane. Crazy. That blew my mind. Yep. Like when I read the list of apps that are sharing data, it's all the top ones. If you heard the numbers they're making from that sharing that data, that would blow your mind even yeah. more. I, I remember listening to an My First Million episode and it was all about data. And it, this one guy who basically made a living off of going to certain companies and saying, hey, you guys are not struggling, but you could be doing a lot better. Or maybe they are struggling and he saves them. He says, you have all of this data that you're collecting on your clients, emails, clicks, um, their interests, all all this. I don't know exactly how it works, but people leave data everywhere they go like right. when you accept cookies. Right. So he put all of that to work for these businesses by selling it, wow. making a list and selling it to wherever, whoever wants to buy it. And yeah, basically saved like so many companies, just so, online businesses just off of data. That's awesome. That's actually an awesome story. So, you yeah, know, crazy because he was obviously selling your data, but wow, if that's a hell of a way, that's a hell of a way to save your company. Something you don't even think about. Oh, I didn't think Joe's email mattered, but I still kept it in the list. Yeah, it's, and it's a good thing you did. Like even just brick and mortar businesses too. Like you definitely collect emails, especially with all the like toast checkout. Um, like those, you see those white checkout um, iPads yep. that they have now everywhere, like yep. by Toast and Square. Those all collect data too, probably, on what yeah. you buy and your email, yeah. email number, your points, frequency, their visits. Well, wow, I actually tell you because we there's one down at the famous, and I have to go in there and see if you can kind of search by name or something. Oh, for sure. So Mitch wanted to order DoorDash, so we paused it, and then he's got he's like, uh, yeah, I think I want Wendy's because it's quick and cheap, and then he's talking about some biggie bag and. He said, for five bucks, you get, what do you get with this? For five dollars, you get to pick a sandwich, cheeseburger, chicken sandwich, whatever you want, four nuggets, spicy or regular, and then you get fries. 
and a drink. And if you want, the drink can be a Frosty, too. So, like, how is that not a good deal? Okay, I'm sorry. You didn't tell me the Frosty thing, because do you dip your fries in the Frosty? No, you weirdo. Have you ever done it? Yes. Okay, and you're not a fan? No, they don't mix. Why do you want potato with your ice cream? Especially It's salt and savory. It's delicious. Okay, salted chocolate is really good. I mean, I don't know. With the potato in there, too? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's delicious. Okay, now I'm thinking. Okay, apparently we got to try this. Chocolate-covered pretzels, I guess. Maybe I'll get a biggie bag. I don't know. But I'll also get a regular freaking normal burger because what's a cheeseburger? It's about the size of my hand. (laughs) That's weak sauce. Oh, speaking of which, Burger King, you were telling me. Oh, yeah. Um... So there was a lawsuit against Burger King. Uh, Food ads have made their subjects look bigger, juicier, and crispier than they are in real life. And consumers are getting very fed up about this. And Perkins Coie, a law firm that tracks class action lawsuits, said 214 lawsuits were filed against food and beverage companies in 2022. 101 were filed in the first months of this year first six months of this year 101 were filed in the first six months of this year and that was a huge increase from 2010 when just 45 were filed so people are are getting very fed up about food looking like garbage when it looks amazing in the commercial which is not new i guess and this is probably just going to keep happening and maybe they'll get a lawsuit for like a couple million or something like that, and then they're just going to keep serving shitty food. Yes, because it's cheaper. We're going to make... Okay, so you you promote a product, it looks amazing, and you make $100 million in sales over the course of the year. You get sued, and you get sued for $10 million. Well, you still made $90 million. You lost 10 Of course you're going to keep doing it. It's just like the people who manufacture automobiles. If something's defective and cause accidents, they have an actuary come in and say, okay, well, the number of actions and number of payouts we'll pay will be less than a class action lawsuit or less than the cost of doing a replacement part on the vehicles. It's it's just a number. Yeah, it only makes sense. It says right here, earlier this summer, A&W and... Uh, Keurig Dr. Pepper agreed to pay $15 million to settle claims that they have deceived customers with the, with the label made with aged vanilla on cans of soda, which actually used synthetic flavoring. So, yeah, they just kind of take stuff. the hit and let a couple people win, I guess. Oh, well, he didn't have a leg to stand on when you say it's made with real vanilla. <laughs> no. No, it's synthetic. Well, yeah, that's I, a pretty easy win. I think we talked about it a while ago. The lady who sued Velvia because it takes more than five minutes to make. It's not oh, It's not ready in five minutes. I did not. I don't think we did talk about that. The other thing with McDonald's, they somebody went on TikTok and they were showing how their dollar menu or their value menu it's called now, I believe. Um, there's nothing for a dollar anymore. That just kind of sucks because I remember when I was probably your age. Back in my day, everything cost a dollar. 
yeah, you could go to the store and get something for 25 cents. I remember when Apple Valley Cinema, did you have Apple Valley Cinema or were you too young for that? I don't know when they tore that down, but it was in the Apple Valley Mall. They have a little cinema. I feel like I might have, mm, That I don't know. I feel like maybe I've seen the sign. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never done it. I remember when they were at $2.50 to see a movie. I mean, that was the cheapest. Every other cinema was normal prices, but they were two fifty because I think they would show movies maybe a month after they were already out. Oh, yeah, $2.50. I'll go see every movie. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I don't know why the hell. Back in the day, my grandma would always tell me. Fuck you. Don't, oh. don't do that. <laughs> She'd be like, you go to the movies over here. This is all you did all night. You went to the movies. You have five cents to get in. Yeah, yeah, my grandma, thanks a lot, man. Nowadays, we have hedge funds shorting movie theaters. Yeah, <laughs> but that's okay. You got the kids on Wall Street. Watch that. Keep them alive. God, yeah. well, that's the one thing that still makes me happy. Hedge funds don't care if they lose a couple billion, but uh, when people get together, you know, they could do some good. Yeah. Go against the short. Yep. Um, I've heard of so many success stories of people on Wall Street, Street bets who just look around and- See a bunch of people talking about one thing and buy it. Definitely risky, but if you see the volume behind that stock, absolutely get in, get out. Some of those things go parabolic. Yeah. And you could, some people are just like, oh, yeah, I only scalped 100%. It's just, it's amazing to me, 100% where I'd have to, back in the day, I'd scalp for maybe 5%, and I'd be thrilled with that. So, yeah, I don't know why I just kind of froze. I was, I'm really thinking about, you see the whole Dave Portnoy Dragon Pizza situation yesterday. Yeah, I saw it. Dude, they got into a heated argument. Who do you think was in the right on that one? Well, I mean, I I would have to watch it again. I'm with you. I don't remember exactly how the altercation started. The guy just, but the, the guy. I remember the guy. He was mad about him filming at his location, but he kind of took too much of a broad perspective on it and said, "Hey." I'm mad about you going to all these small businesses and that's how it started, like destroying them and giving them bad ratings. When first of all, I don't think he's really given a bad rating to any of them. Like maybe he's given like low ratings, but like people still go to the pizza place. And just because he's gone there, that's gonna make so many people go there. They don't care what they rate it. They just care. Oh, Dave Portney stepped in this place. I'm gonna go visit it now. So he's not destroying businesses at all. I think that guy who own the pizza shop probably was just like stressed out or something and vented on him i don't know it was completely stupid because no he wasn't upset that he was filming or anything that's how it started he just walks outside the pizza restaurant as dave's talking about his pizza and he's like yeah you ruined or i don't like you going to small businesses and especially pizza places and doing one bite and then reviewing them that's just not fair and stuff and dude Keep your mouth shut because every other pizza place that has had him go there and, and tweet about it, they say for at least the next month they sell out of dough. I mean, they, they, they're they so busy that they have to close up early. Yeah. That's a fantastic thing. You make more money and you close up early. So if the guy had just stayed there with that, it probably wouldn't have been so bad. But no, the guy had to come back out and then they start flipping each other off and dropping F-bombs. And I think then Dave was definitely in the right to do that because that guy started to flip him off and basically dissed his whole, like, a whole section of his career. 
and which was for funny. no reason. Which was funny. You could have just said you could have just said like, "Hey man, don't you think like maybe you could have a negative impact on businesses sometimes if you give a bad review and that makes people want to revolt against it for some reason just because the internet's crazy and you don't know what's gonna happen next." Like maybe they had could have started a conversation like that, but or you could have come out saying, "Hey, you know, thanks for coming." Thank you for coming to the P and at least giving me some sort of publicity. A thank you would go a long way. Yeah. But then, hey, how about you give, you have a second chance section. The people whose places you went to and had a bad review at, why don't you go there, do another one bite thing, and then see if there can be like a redemption score Beautiful. or something. Why do you have to come out so angry? Of course, it is Massachusetts, and we are ver we are very was, fiery out he here. He was definitely pressed, though, because something I, was wrong. How, like, that's so much pressure. He looked. Do you know how many people want Dave Portney to go to their business to yep. review it because of his fan base? Yep. He must have knew what was already going on and got super stressed out because that's a lot of pressure to be under for your business. Like you're getting a review like straight out to millions of people. It's not like this is just on Yelp and you kind of got to dig for it. You're put in the spotlight. Maybe he just didn't want to be thrown into the spotlight. Well, according to the review, yeah, he didn't no. want to be thrown in the spotlight. It wasn't a bad, it was a six. But if, you, if you've ever seen Dave Portnoy do his pizza review things, they're mostly in the sevens. And He doesn't you, get high scores. No, it, it's, no. oh no, I don't think I've ever seen an eight. He'll, it'll be in the sevens. He'll be like, ah, oh, it's a 7.4, 7.6, and 7.6 is great. If you understand his scoring uh, schedule, but... Um, a six, it's not like he gave it a one, he gave it a six. I mean, if you were a normal person who never saw this, you'd be like, oh, okay, well, I'll try a six. You know, it's not bad, it's not good, it's just mediocre. That's, and there's a lot of mediocre places. That's exactly what I was thinking. Even when I saw him review the pizza on Black Island, I think he gave it a seven. I, I looked at the pizza, and I looked at the pizza in the video where he got into the argument. They both look like great pizza, like, better than what I see around here. Right. So... I would try it. Is there anybody else who's ever turned you on to some sort of, it's a side thing, but has turned you on to some sort of food thing that you've never thought about, like the Frosty and French Fry or something like that? Um, when I heard about watermelon on salt, uh, salt on watermelon, that was kind of funky. At first I was like, no, man, what are you doing? Then I put like, can't put too much. You just no, put a little yeah. sprinkle. And it does something to the flavor yes. where it just changes the flavor of the watermelon. So good. Like, there's got to be people out there who think that's insane, but I think it's well, that's decent. Why, that's why I like working in the food thing, yeah. you know, one day. Because um, I see a lot of people and they'll do different things and I'm just like, wow, I never, I never thought of that combination. I'll have to try that. One of my friends got me on this. I was young and, and obviously it makes sense now, but... She's like, oh, have you ever tried butter and jelly on toast? And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? That's insane talk. And I tried it. And now I will never j just jelly toast. I will always add butter first and then jelly, and it's phenomenal. I don't know. I I like food. <laughs> I Sometimes, like, I always thought putting anything other than, like, cream cheese or, yeah, just, just cream cheese and maybe making a sandwich out of it mm -hmm. on a bagel. I would only eat bagels that way. I tried like butter on a bagel once. Pretty good. Butter and cream cheese. 
haven't tried it, but so. I don't know if that would go. I think that's there. just too much. Yeah. See, the butter is salty and the jelly is the sweet, so you kind of got that beautiful thing. I cream cheese. always thought peanut butter and fluff sandwiches were disgusting until, until I tried them, and then, oh my gosh. Peanut butter and fluff Man, is... That is delicious. How old were you when you tried one? I don't know, probably like high school. Oh my god, man. High school. So many years. That's how I was practically raised up. Because I've never flow. been a fan, a big fan of peanut butter. Like, if I like Reese's, I like peanut butter and jelly, and now uh, peanut butter and fluff. But if you give me, like, ice cream with peanut butter in it, or a granola bar with peanut butter in it, no, I don't, I can't, I can't do it. The peanut butter's too overwhelming. What the hell was it? friendlies they had a peanut butter cup sundae type thing i only remember when i was younger i haven't gone there in the past 30 years that's probably why they're up there's none around here anymore um but i I can't remember what the ice cream was but that was my jam because it had hot fudge on it but it had the reese's butter peanut butter cups in there but i just couldn't remember the flavor sorry here's something i just remembered have you ever had cookie butter what the hell's cookie butter? It is the consistency of peanut butter, maybe a little thicker, but it tastes like almost gingerbread, like it's super sweet, and it kind of tastes like cookies in a way, and it is just the most delicious thing I have ever had in my life. We went through a phase in high school where I think I went over, um, or no, it was my friend's house, and he had cookie butter, and he showed it to us, and it was like... 12 at night and he oh. takes it out of a cabinet and he's like have you ever had this and i'm thinking it's peanut butter i'm like what why and i'm like oh not one of these freaks that eats peanut butter at 12 at night i'm one of those freaks <laughs> and then he pull he pulls out the jar and he gives me a scoop and my brain just explodes when i try it i went to the store the next like that week and bought cookie butter the heavens open up home. The angels came down singing the chorus. What, it's so sugary. He's going to get that. Oh, I'm going to go buy that now. Here we go. I, I, got, a, I got a list of them, so come over here and tell me which talking one. talking about food. Because I'm thinking about this Biscoff one. Yeah, that, that's one of them. But also the Trader Joe's one is really good. That one right there, that one is delicious. Like, so good. And they even added it as a flavor for Pinkberry for one of the months, just around the time that I started... To like it. And no kidding. My gosh, it was like, it, it was a frenzy. It was a free-for-all. <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to buy them. I'm going to try this and the Biscoff. Hey, yeah, they're both probably the same thing, but they're, it's amazing. I might do a food review channel. Why not? I got the whole tool thing, which is fantastic. You're insane. How is that going? Uh, my review channel? Yes. I haven't done the third, fourth, fifth review. Because I did another one on Rust, and I'm having a hard time finding the products on Amazon for the Rust. Then I did another one on metal shears. I have three different types, electric shears. And two of the products they don't make anymore. And the third one that they do have on Amazon is the one product that I say is shit and don't buy. So I kind of got a video, like two videos I can't do anything with yet. So I'm kind of waiting for that. Yeah. But, um... There was something on Instagram I had sent you, and of course your phone's not working, so I have to show you right now. Where the hell are you? All right, come here. So the video I'm showing him, it's a guy using a a drill, 
it looks like he's actually doing something. He moves it from drill over to T and then moves the number up from one to two. And it looks like he's going to show you this amazing trick. And then all of a sudden he just hits two nails with the back of the drill. And I thought it was hilarious. I was in tears over for five minutes. I sent it to everybody I knew. And my mom said, hey, you should do that for your review, your next review. And then I thought about it. What if you just do a review channel? On, but on the crazy ways people use tools, uh, you know, for the drill. Yeah, you would do that. You'd put it to T and put it to two. And then you use it as a hammer. And you're like, yeah, nine out of ten works perfectly. <laughs> the only thing I don't like is the the weight in the front. <laughs> but that would be the review channel. It's kind of like a joke review channel. Yeah. I actually think that's kind of a genius that's idea. funny. That's a good idea. That's a really good idea. You might be able to sell tools that way, but you could. It's like, just the whole. You would definitely have hilarity the, factor. Like, I mean, if it's a drill, it's a drill. Like people, oh, that's kind of tough because would they click on your link to buy it if it's more of a comedy thing? Like, would you have to demonstrate the tool as well and then be like, "All right, no, just start the, it the whole review it. channel." No, it's just you do it with ways that's not supposed. To. So you would start a new channel. Yep. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you got two channel ideas in the past ten minutes. What one we, of them? What are we going with? Both. I do a food review channel. You would too, because I mean, I got a whole bunch of food, and you can just review it. Honey Nut Cheerios, you know, even if it's just normal now, shit. How could you make that screwed up too? Put it how in a blender, and then mix it with water and drink it, and be like, "Yeah, it's all right," and just make no reaction. No, I think the food. I would just genuinely do food. Just genuinely do it. I think the food thing would blow up more. Yeah, everybody. Today we're going to try... Because it's when you get into the crazy stuff. Yeah, I see your Ramen noodles. Put it in the blender. Oh, I was water. Today we're going to try this jar of ghost peppers or something. Okay, well, those people are the same. Just have a lot of milk. Just have it on standby. Yeah. Oh. Have you seen the videos of people who only eat spicy stuff and they will eat a ghost pepper and eat a whole bag of Takis and then eat more like Calorinor. No, what we're talking about. I can't talk. They'll eat ghost peppers and then Calorinor. Calorina Reaper? Calorina Reaper. Carolina Reaper. Carolina Reaper. They will eat ghost peppers and then Calorinor. What? This is why we need video, man. <laughs> because you doing that, there was a there was a video of a Scottish guy and the purple burglar alarm. No Scottish person could do it. And for five minutes, he's like, the purple burglar alarm. And it was hilarious. And that's you with the Carolina Reaper. Yep. You want but, to talk about 50 Cent throwing that Yeah, mic. Yeah. Go you, for it. You saw the video of him throwing it, right? Apparently, that was the second time he did it. The first yeah. time, it was just off to the side. This time, he hugged it like Shohei, Shohei Otani, you yeah. know, pitches. Yeah, apparently he had two mic failures and was just done after the second one. So, he's apparently denying, like, ever <laughs> intending to injure anyone. Okay, because intent like, is a completely the, different charge. The first throw was... Off to the side, yeah, so it didn't hit It was it. not too bad, but... Man. I mean, you're hucking a microphone down into a crowd of people. This was straight ahead. Overhand. Yep. Like, it's obviously going to do some damage. Okay, so I don't think any charges have been filed against him yet. 
but that woman no. did leave with a huge hole in like her forehead and like blood coming out. She was taken by ambulance. I mean, nothing serious, but it's definitely on the face, and you could consider it disfigurement. And just think about you, that woman's yeah. definitely, it's guaranteed money. Oh, well, for sure. How much? Is it going to be one million? Is it going to be 10 million? It's I, definitely going to be a couple million. I bet this guy would even just reach out to her after seeing a video of blood leaking he out her head. He's going to reach out to her and be like, yo, I got you. He, he has so much money, he basically can give it away. Well, he's totally going to be covering those medical costs. That's oh, a yeah, given. for sure. But it's how much you're going to get for what, however yeah. bad that is. I'm thinking, I'm I don't know, I don't dead. have any reference. I was, yeah, 20, 10. Usually, I don't think you million. ever get those numbers because it's always private when there's a settlement. Because that's never going to go to trial. You got the video. He is hucking it. Wow, that's a loud cricket. Oh, yeah. But apparently, yeah, the the attorney is denying any claims that his client intended to strike anyone with a microphone. And... Right. He's just trying to say they didn't intend yeah. because intent is a different charge. This could just be negligence instead of it, it intentional infliction of uh, emotional or... or Oh, man, she's going to get the emotional distress, too. Oh, yeah, my God. she is. This woman's totally got dead millions. It's going to change her figure if it doesn't heal right. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just going to be a scar. They're going to stitch her up. It's going to look all right. She may just have, like, a little scar. I'll take a huck to the face from a microphone from 50 Cent for $10 million. No problem. Put a scar down my eye. I don't give a shit. I'll do it for one. I'll do it for a hundred grand. No, come on. See, you, you at least want... Mil he want a couple million dollars. You wouldn't have to do it. I would be happy with one. Yeah, I know. It's because you're young. You could invest inflation that and rate. live off the income. Not in this inflation rate. No. So, you need 10 now. 10 is one. If you're, if you're striving to be a millionaire, just know that 10 is really one. So, doesn't count if you hit a million. That's pretty crazy. Hopefully, she gets... Oh, she gets fine. She's got the best this plastic surgeon ever. Next episode, we gotta, we gotta look her up. And yeah, reach out to her. Be like, what did you think when you got hit? All I would have thought was, ka-ching! <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's almost like hitting the lottery, you know? She just, you'd call up to work on Monday. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna come in anymore because I'm about to get paid! <laughs> yeah, you got people who, who follow around celebrities and try to get hit by them might as well just go stand in and front row make sure you got mic troubles and hope you get hit by a microphone <laughs> yeah but no those people that push celebrities to do something no those people they're scumbags this lady was just an innocent bystander at a concert who happened to get yeah hit by a microphone i'm sure her whole whole thing is like i don't i wouldn't want the money i'd want my face back oh i would play this thing up but you know he's gonna go visit her in the hospital sign a whole yeah, bunch start of stuff. making videos go viral i just say you better 50 cent destroyed my face with this do you think she gets got to billion. keep the microphone i hope she that microphone's gonna go for a pretty penny yeah i'd have to think i I don't think in the moment you get hit in the head, you're going to remember to get the microphone and keep it, but... I mean... Shit, I you're right. That's at least 100 grand. Like, 50 cent threw this at my head. <laughs> wow. Other great ways to make money. Sorry. Uh, yeah, that was a horrible way to make money, but... 
You were talking last week about your shorts and yes. how you couldn't figure out where to do them yet because you were trying yeah. YouTube and we were getting like and. I remember that I got or we got good engagement on Facebook for our Facebook page for the podcast. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start posting some of my shorts to Facebook. And then I made a couple of shorts, posted them up, and I think my my first one got like 2K. <coughs> and then I was like, okay, so... I'm hoping that this isn't Facebook just trying to hook me and get me to keep posting content or keep going on their app. It is. So I posted a couple more, and then I would get like 1K like or 2K like every so often. Right. And now I've been getting more engagement. Now I'm getting like comments and likes more often. So that's really good. Um, I started with a brand new account. Right. And I posted about, I got to like 20, and I was getting good engagement. I was getting like, in the hundreds of views if I was not getting in the thousands. Right. And I was going, like, working my way up in the levels to get page uh, monetization. I I look at my account, and then it says I have a recommendation ban promoting conspiracy theories. Um, oh. Uh, theories about the vaccine and a whole bunch of other stuff lumped in with it. Even, even though there was not nothing. Promoted any, right. The worst thing I had done is mention OnlyFans. And that's because I'm using a bot that scrapes a Reddit th thread to find content that is getting the most upvotes on the platform and then makes a video out of it. I'm not even, like, making this content myself. No, they do that all so, the time. They've done that to me several times. It's ridiculous. I yeah. don't know why they're doing that. Anyways, you just got to appear. I was still getting decent engagement, and then all of a sudden, a while after I see that, I log back onto my account and it says, oh, you've been locked out. I tried to get back into my account a million different ways. And so I made a new account under mine. I just made a new page under my real name and started posting videos again and I get good engagement on them. So I'm trying to think of other ways that I could post short videos because this isn't going to work for a while. I'm going to have to start recycling like people's comments because it seems like if I post a question about, like, what's the worst uh, cheating story you've ever heard, people in the comments on Facebook will also comment one because they think it's me making it. Right. But I clearly say that it's a Reddit story. So, but, yeah, it's definitely a good strategy, but I don't know how I'm going to monetize that either. It's when you have the followers. Yes. Then you'll just get, re people I can will get just like start reaching out little to Little page ads. Yeah. But, or you do a whole... Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to get, like, ads that don't look like ads in my content, you know? Well, you'd have to tell them, look, I would do a whole... I'd probably do a Reddit post on a good story. And include a yeah, brand from them. in it. Yeah, if, the, yes. if it was a story about the brand. Like, I, I just remember there was this guy who wrote to Kmart before they were going out of business. And he had said... You know, I want to thank you guys for taking a chance on a young single mother who was his mother who would let, let the mother bring in her six-year-old son after school and he would just kind of like sit in the cafe or go play on the floor or whatnot and they allowed that and it really helped the mother get through and, and raise her son and provide for her family and it was just kind of a really nice story. So you would just find something that maybe highlights that and it's good PR. Depending on the amount of views you get on the video. So if it's like 10,000, you'd charge, I don't know, 10 bucks per thousand. So it'd be $100 for the story. Wow. That's probably what I would do. Sorry. That makes total sense. Yeah. 
just kind of implement it into the story. Mm -hmm. And even if I have to, I'll just go to Reddit and comment yeah, the story myself. There you go. That's actually a good idea. I never even thought of that. Yeah. Have so ChatGPT write something you put in Reddit. That's a good idea. <laughs> Pick it up. Well, good for you. But yeah, no, I'm glad. I think you should just focus on Instagram and Facebook. Yes. Because I feel like focusing on too many at once is just not going to work. Because I get stressed out about the one that's not working. So just doing it on Facebook just for like a little while, I've been learning a little bit more. I will post certain videos and they'll get like no engagement. And then I'll be like, okay, well, that happened because this topic was crap and people didn't like it. So I go and find a better topic. And once I find a topic that works, I just kind of get things that are really similar and they just, they always work. So I'm excited to see where it goes. I think you're going to do better for monetization on Instagram than Facebook. I could be completely wrong though, but I, I think you'll also get a faster follower count on Instagram than Facebook. Okay. But it didn't seem to happen that way for us for coffee milk pod. I think we got to what? Maybe a thousand followers on, on Facebook. I don't know. 458 on our page. Damn. On Instagram, we got to be at 118, yeah. I believe. So Facebook is definitely like, I don't know. I feel like every time I use Facebook for anything, just it works. And I mean, they could be bots, but they're probably not bots. It's it's the like, and they're the, the longest. Like, no, you get it, you know. I've seen you more get bots, bots sure. on Instagram, though. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm excited to see how this goes, but I just hope you stick with it because you found kind of an easier system. You say there's some tweaks you'd like to have with the program, but I say it's just five minutes in Adobe Premiere exactly. or CapCut. Yeah, and I have been doing. I always put it through CapCut and add captions. But I want to see how far you can take this. I would, you know, even if you just sell the the damn account. Oh, you can sell Instagram accounts. Yeah. I think you do that work. Oh wow! Without so I could sell the page. Yeah. Interesting. You can sell YouTube channels, although that I wouldn't necessarily do because I know YouTube is really against it. Yeah. Everything else is more gray, but I think if YouTube finds out, you would hate to spend thousands of dollars on a monetized YouTube channel only for it to be deactivated. Sorry, we got to check on the food order right now. Might have to pause it because I think he's on our road. He's on our road. Pausing. All right. I kind of feel horrible that we've just had Wendy's. I haven't had Wendy's in at least a decade, and it's really sitting like a brick with me. That's why you get the chicken sandwich. Uh, I should have gotten the chicken. <laughs> but I haven't had their double thing in a long time. And I have to say, I, I still stand by Burger King has the better burger. Even though they're going through that lawsuit and everything, I still love their double Whopper with cheese because... Burger no, nothing... King is dirt. Now, five guys listening in the top I went, three. I went to Burger King. One night, I went to Burger King. I wanted a chicken sandwich. Dude, this thing was on, like, one of them long-ass buns. And it was one of the long-ass chicken patties. It was just, like, a chicken patty in a bun with mayo on it. And I was, like, disgusted. And it tasted overly peppery. It was horrible. Okay, I'm sorry. Now, you're talking about the original chicken sandwich. Yeah. Like, that's what 
when you got a chicken sandwich from Burger King, when I was your age, that was the chicken sandwich. Like, I've never seen so many chicken options than I do today. You want it fried, baked, uh, pan-fried, grilled. There's way too much. I messed up big time. I should have got, like, the deluxe chicken sandwich. Yeah. But it's not... It still would have been disgusting. No. Nah. Patty is so spicy. That's weird. Let's not be up. You're just a bitch. You know, <laughs> American spicy isn't spicy. And Burger King is just disgusting. And the fact that you say it's better than Five Guys. Their, their Whopper, their burger, is better than any other burger. I've had In-N-Out, Five Guys. Five Guys is in top three. It goes Burger King. Maybe Wendy's is up there just because I haven't had it. And uh, Stanley is in Central Falls. Those are the top three. Anything else is a joke. Yeah, I stand by that. Okay, but no, what I really wanted to talk about was uh, my cousin, he's going to Las Vegas with his girlfriend, oh, I think next month, but he said he wanted to bring his golf clubs with him, and what he actually found was Club Lender, and I guess it's this big warehouse with all different type of clubs. So if you ever really want to practice with really expensive high-end clubs you could just use this place they will fly your clubs anywhere they'll be at the clubhouse at a certain point they'll do a ups whatever but they take care of everything i think it's 190 dollars, but it's a rental set it's just easier than bringing your golf clubs on and getting lost or upsing yourself and getting lost that is really smart because a lot of high profile people play golf a lot and that's probably the worst thing about golf. Yeah, but I want to. I assume that those pro golfers have way more than one set. Because well, yeah, he was talking sure. about, my cousin was talking about getting a second set and he would use that for travel. I wonder if you can ship them in and then have them deliver them to you wherever you go. Because I, I could imagine a really rich guy just being like, oh, I don't want to put these in my car. And no, no. That's exactly it. I'd probably leave them at the course, probably just buy them everywhere you go at that point. Well, when you're that rich, sure. Yeah. But yeah, no, the company takes care of everything, it seems. it It's 190 I think, for the weekend or maybe the week. Oh, you can pick your clubs, too. So you get to, yeah. You oh, yeah, if you want the new tailor-made yeah. set. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great way to try out these things. That's awesome. Well worth it, then. Well worth it's it. That's sick. Because I still want to say, just shipping, if you were to ship your clubs alone... It has to be $150 in and of itself. Oh, yeah. UPS, definitely. And then if you put it on a plane, that's got to be a carry-on. That can't be a carry-on. Yeah. And then, you, again, you never know. Oh, thought that was really cool. Club lender. Yeah. Wait, do they have a... Too bad. Oh, it'd be awesome if they had a affiliate thing. And they'd be like, oh, you want to check it out? Use the affiliate like. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't have a referral program no. Gosh dang it. Damn, that would have been awesome. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of all I got today. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Or take some Tums. It's kind of just sitting like a rock for me right now. You're telling me Burger King doesn't make you feel that way? I think it was just because I ate this really fast. Okay. I just wanted to get back and... Yeah, you were like scoffing it down. I do that. I don't enjoy my food. I just go through my food. My, my father does the same thing. Really? Yeah. yeah. My, my mom is always like, Mike, 
You're choking on your food. Slow down. His might be just a military thing. Yeah. Alf. He's always stressed out. That's all we got for this week's edition of Coffee Milk. I'm Mark Laporte. And I'm Mitch DiPaolo. Say Carolina Reaper. Callow Wright. Yeah. Fuck you. Callow Wright. Callow. <clears throat> Callow Wright. Cal... Carolina Reaper. Carolina Reaper. Carolina Reaper. <laughs> Fuck yeah. There we go. See you next week. <laughs>